0: Alright y'all. Welcome back to Bitches Love Brunch. This is episode 11, and I am your co-host, Courtney. Hey, guys. It's Kiana. Um, we are so excited to be on for yet another week,
1: and yes. especially because we
0: have so much exciting news coming up. But we'll share that later in, um, in the episode um but that means y'all have to listen the whole episode the whole way through <laughs> and yes we are gonna make you wait okay <laughs> but now we're excited for the things that we have coming up um i guess to recap last week are we recapping or are we passing the mimosa first? <laughs> <Can> we recap <laughs> okay we recapping okay you got it um, <laughs> so to recap The previous episode, episode ten, we talked about Diddy and him wanting to him throwing out there that he wants to purchase the Carolina Panthers, and just black women doing their usual thing and saving the world, even though it is not our job nor obligation. So um, (laughs) that was a pretty good topic. Um, I had fun with that, especially because you know Kiana and I kind of went back and forth on that a little bit, but. All in all, you know, we kind of get to the same bottom line that shit still needs to be done and we need to do more than what we're currently doing. Um, so, I like that episode. Did you have anything else on that, Kiana? <clears throat> mm-hmm. You know, I don't be a- <laughs> remember what we talked about. <laughs> Let me tell y'all, because Keanu over there is still trying to eat dinner. <laughs> so she's like, nah, I ain't got nothing to say. I so mean, if I'm you hear anybody cool. chewing, it's her. I just want that to be clear now. <laughs>
1: No, that's not it. The The thing is, when Courtney has the floor, I let her have the floor. So, you know what I'm saying? I trust my co-host, you know, to, to recap. I don't got nothing to say. I think you the bomb, Courtney. Keep going.
0: I can't <laughs> with you because you're so petty and childish. It's unnecessary. But, yes, that is pretty much the recap. Um, we can also recap the fact that Kiana didn't drink last week on the show so i'm gonna go ahead and transition this over to the past past the mimosa and see what she's drinking this week okay so let me say this
1: i wasn't gonna (laughs) i wasn't gonna drink this episode and i'll admit it i was peer pressured into this because i just left (gasps) the gym so tonight i'm gonna drink um some of the i think i mentioned this before one of the rattler grapefruit beers that i had courtney said that i should be drinking so i'm just gonna go ahead and do that probably not yeah that that's what i'm drinking courtney what are you drinking
0: hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on (laughs) let's not talk about peer pressure what i did say was i was just a little disappointed because it was about to be the second episode in a row that she was not drinking and so i was like oh what she was like well i just left the gym so i don't want to you know drink i was like well that's the best time because your metabolism is up It ain't going nowhere but out. Courtney, what you going to do if
1: I tell you, like, hey, Courtney, I'm expecting I can't drink? Okay, then you don't drink. Now, you know better. (laughs) Like, don't pose silly questions (laughs) like that. (laughs)
0: I'm just saying, (laughs) damn.
1: I can miss two weeks of not drinking. We just came back from the new year. I had way too much. Oh, happy new year, y'all. We just came back. happy new year. And I, I drank enough in Cleveland. I literally kicked it in Cleveland. So, if I don't see alcohol... Honestly, until this week here, I'll be okay, but only this <laughs> weekend.
0: My gosh, Tuesday. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Speaking of, I'm gonna take us a little off route because on the last episode, we did talk about that we wanted to on the show talk about all of our trips that we have planned for the year because that's something that Kiana and I normally do. I don't know why or how that's just kind of been happening, but we are always just like, okay, we have this going on this year, this going on this year, whatever. Um, so, let's share that with the listeners. Where are you going in 2018? Where are you traveling to? Um,
1: I'm not doing as much traveling as I did last year. <laughs> She's about my, to give y'all a whole list, though. So. But my first trip starts in a few weeks. I'm going to Vegas. Um, one. Mm-hmm. shortly after that, I'll be in Cleveland. Uh, um, Oh, so that's a lie. I'm so sorry. So, Vegas... <laughs> after i leave vegas i'm flying right to new york city and then i have cleveland after that may do atlanta for my birthday but that's Atlanta's not out of town like that's a second home you know
0: all,
1: yeah so and then dc in july mm-hmm. and that's all four. my so that's those are all my planned trips now if i get I set a goal this year that I said that if I go on any unplanned trips that's not on that list, they have to be budgeted out. Literally, like, I have a set budget for that trip. Most times, I save up a lot of money for a trip, and then I was like, all right, I'm going to blow it there. But it's going to be a set budget, because this year, I'm bu- I'm about um, saving. So, my trips have been cut. Oh, and then I know at some point, I'm going to go to California. I always go to California every year. So. <laughs>
0: Kiana, it's just been like two years in a row. <laughs>
1: Well, bitch, I still two years in her. do Or did you go to California twice in one year? <laughs> I'm confused. Okay, I went to no. This is yeah, that's right. So I went to California. No, no, with Mark... no. no. It,
0: you did. You went twice last year, and then you went the year before because you did go see Mark for your spring right. break, and then you went twice last year. Right.
1: First off, this wasn't supposed to be Courtney and Kiana <laughs> going back and forth. This was Kiana telling. <laughs> Her list of where she was going this year, Courtney. Where are you traveling to this year? Without me combating your list, (laughs) you bothered this week. (laughs) (laughs) Because listen, Courtney, Loki did not let me eat before I was. She had an issue with me eating before we got on the podcast. No, no,
0: no, 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 no. no. Let's be clear. Let's tell the whole truth and nothing but the truth. So help you. because you know, like, I don't miss a meal, so I didn't have a problem with you eating. I had a problem with you eating in my ear because I can hear you chewing. If we want to be clear, let's just do that. But Your so ass, I, I ass always
1: eating in my ear, but I ain't even gonna go to that. That's true,
0: <laughs> that is true.
1: I always eating in my ear, and I did
0: it one and time. Oh my goodness, and one time, okay. y'all, <laughs> one, one time. time we apologize moving on you are right the trips i'm taking this year are very minimal <laughs> um i am supposed to be going to essence fest with um 1901 fab five my sister <laughs> saw the same group essentially but um I'm supposed to be going to essence fest and so that should be fun that may be changing but um that's the one trip that i have planned this year and that'll be it um like Kiana said, I'm just kind of really focused on doing some life-changing savings this year. I'm you know, setting some very strict goals for myself. So traveling is not going to be a priority, unfortunately, because if you know me, then you know I have to see a beach at least once a year. Um, So this is going to be a little bit of a struggle. Um, Other than that, I'm sure I will be back and forth to Cleveland and, like, Cincinnati. I have a cousin that's getting married, so I'll be there a little bit. But that's it.
1: You not coming to Nashville? Or no, because your nephew will be out of school by then.
0: Yep. No, I'm not coming to Nashville. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) but you knew that already so
1: i did try to squeeze that in but we'll we'll do that another time
0: um and i guess i did forget to mention what i am drinking this week i am drinking another dry wine it's red and it's a it's a 2014
1: ziffindale a what
0: 2014, it's a, the year of the wine. It's 2014, but it's a Zinfandel. It's really...
1: Oh, Ziffindale. That's what you said. Okay. What'd you think I said?
0: I didn't know because I had never heard of oh, okay. it before. <laughs> gotcha. And so, I'm not a wine connoisseur, and I think I said this last time, but um, so maybe I'm just pretty basic <laughs> in the wine life, but I definitely thought Zinfandels were sweet, so that's kind of what I was expecting, but This was a nice bottle of wine and I actually was not, I was not planning on opening it. Like I, every once in a while I have like stuff at the house with Keanu you know, there's like, I'll, you know, just throw like little kickbacks or, you know, game nights or whatever at the house. And so I was like, oh, maybe I'll save this for a wine down. But this weekend I actually opened up two bottles of wine (laughs) with some company. So, and this one is almost gone. I'm hoping it will be gone by the end of the episode. Is
1: it sad it that every that. time I think of White Zinfandel, I think of Alizé? I don't know why I
0: associate those two
1: together. But Can every I time you? I think of White Zinfandel, I think of Alizé.
0: Can I tell you something that I haven't shared with people in a long time? <laughs> what? <laughs> when I thought I wanted kids. When I was like No, 15, no, no. Don't you. I wanted to name my daughter Alizé.
1: You like, did I not. Was
0: dead, I was dead set on it, too like oh, that's cute I really wanted to name my daughter Alize I've grown though so much that I don't have children anymore so (laughs) we don't have to worry about that
1: there was a whole process in between there don't worry about it (laughs) goodness Alize Courtney Alize y'all
0: think that's cute a little bit do you still think that shit (laughs) cute a little bit oh hell no (laughs) Now, even if I wanted kids now, no, I would not name my daughter Alize. But, yes, at 15, maybe even a little younger. Even when I, I was 15. younger,
1: I still like really regular names. Like, I remember playing Mortal Kombat, and I wanted to name <clears throat> my daughter after that's one of the Mortal Kombat players. <laughs> that's regular? <laughs> like, a name like what? <laughs> Her name was um Nia. Or Nina. Oh, Nina okay. or Nina. It was one of those two. Nina. Nina. Was that Nina. was her name. What yes, that's that two? Tekken?
0: It's Nina so might have been Tekken. Shit. It might have been Tekken. Somebody let us know, but there was a Nina. But I used to play with her, yes.
1: Yeah. I love that name. I was like, oh, I'm going to name my daughter that. So, yeah, it could have been Mortal <laughs> Kombat or Tekken. Whatever. We got completely off.
0: <laughs> right. We did, but that's okay. Elizabeth. Okay, so we have passed the mimosa. Kiana is going to share the good news and give us our quote for the week.
1: I am going to give you the quote for the week that I uh, screenshot I'm and cannot excited find.
0: Because I love her. Okay. She's the mother
1: of all mothers. So this is from and really like we say that a lot of people are, we've said a lot of people are a queen, but she really is queen. Um Mm-hmm. This is from none other than Oprah herself, um, yes. paying homage—not <laughs> the emoji praise hands. <laughs> um, yeah, this is Oprah giving um, homage to her from the Golden Globe speech that she just that she just did and blessed us all with. I got the white women going crazy, but we'll talk about that anyway. Here we go. So the quote is. <laughs> For too long, women have not been heard or believed. If they dare speak the truth to... Sorry. If they dare speak the truth to the power of those men. But their time is up. Their time is up. And then that's when the crowd stood up and everybody had tears in their eyes. Wait, can we just say this? Oprah was fucking snatched at the Golden Globes. Ma'am. Snatched. Waist. Her waist disappeared. That waist? What? What waist? She had I no waist. I was like, I see you, Queen O. Listen, I was like, you up there looking real Keisha k okay? You know Keisha k ain't got no waist. Do you know who Keisha k is? Wait, who? Keisha k Oh, uh, what about her? <laughs> Sorry. I said, oh, bitch, you didn't miss the whole thing. I did. Okay, I said that Oprah was up there looking real Keisha k
0: Oh, I did and I apologize. How'd you but miss
1: that?
0: <laughs> I don't it's neither here nor there at this point. But um but I'm I'm not super familiar with Gucci's wife, but uh I I agree, Oprah was snatched. <laughs> like as I mean, but you know what? That's that is not unlike Oprah, especially when she's on the red carpet. Like And when she's on the cover of her magazine. Lately, Oprah used to be a balloon. No, 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 no. I'm not saying Oprah has not been a (laughs) balloon. But my point is when Oprah gets on that red carpet, she tries to pull it all the way together. Now, I'm not saying her waist is always as um, snatched as it was then. But Oprah don't play no games, especially on the cover of her uh, magazines because she knows. Oprah has been very honest about her fluctuating weight and she's like look this is what it is but I'm Oprah and y'all gonna take this <laughs> exactly so, like it or not like it or not
1: and her weave so, her weave was just oh my god that's not, said, weave.
0: That is not all her hair yes it is she can't be she got some pieces she has no. pieces in there she's my god don't be mad. Ooh. I'm trying to tell the you. First I've of I ain't this never for years. mad about nobody's hair
1: looking like that.
0: <laughs> I've been I have been um I have said this uh about Oprah for years, but she has because one, I used to be an avid, um, not necessarily Oprah watcher, but like just a huge fan. And there was an episode of her talk show that I think Jamie Foxx was on and I think he at because you know Jamie Foxx is gonna ask, whatever. And he says something about her hair, and she said, "No, this is all mine." And he, she let him put his fingers up in that joint. He did not. She, yes, he did. And she will post about it. So she was posting about her prep for the, um, for the Golden Globes, and she was saying, you know, right now because she was getting her hair done, and she was like, you know, we're gonna try to go with my own hair, but if it gets too frizzy, I might do a wig. So I'm not saying that she doesn't do a wig but a lot of times that thick voluptuous hair that you see that is Oprah's all day
1: cause I was like goodness it looked like it's coming from the roots
0: no yeah that's she's flourishing like dripping
1: Oprah you are bad you go you go girl
0: I had to go on Instagram and look at the picture honey Graham Graham, (laughs) I said I know that's right but how yes. about when she told
1: Gilda her elbows was looking real ash Wednesday? Yes, she said. Um, <laughs>
0: she said um, you got a little ash Wednesday on the elbows. I said I know that's right. That sounds like something I would say to my best friend. Like, boo, tap that. Get the lotion. Get the lotion. Um, okay, we have definitely gotten off track because we have not even gotten into one of the topics. Yet today, so I'll kick us off. I've been debating all day what we're going to start with, but I'm going to go ahead and start with, um I'm going to go ahead and start with H&M <laughs> and just kind of see where this takes us. <clears throat> so <laughs> I know, I know. I was actually talk- talking to um uh, one of our homeboys from Sweats and Suits. And telling him that this was going to be an interesting uh, show because that you and I we kind of already knew that we were probably going to go back and forth about (laughs) our topics tonight, so this should be fun. But as most of you know, or if you haven't, here's the skinny on H and M. So they um, they had an ad, or yeah, an ad with several young children in a new line of sweatshirts out. And they happened to, they happened to place a young, and let me just say, he was such an adorable black little boy in a sweatshirt that read, coolest monkey in the jungle. And so, as you can imagine, that was a trigger for quite a few, like, people went crazy. And so a couple things I want to clarify first, and let me start by saying, preface this with, I am not excusing nor defending. I just want to make a point of clarification. This ad and this picture was from the UK H&M. Now granted, it's all it's all one store. It's all one retailer. I get that, but I just want to be clear that it was from the UK H&M. So, people were up in arms about it. People were just like, this is racist. This is too much. Like, you all should have known better. I'm not here for it. People are going as far as, you know, just kind of talking about, like, we don't need to shop at H&M anymore. Not here for it. They are not getting my business. And so, I thought about it because, like I said, Kiana and I kind of talked about it a little bit yesterday (laughs) <laughs> and I was started because we were planning for this event and I had this like I had a cart ready online of things that I was going to buy from H&M <laughs> and I had to delete it. But after I thought about it further, I was like, I'm going to be honest, I don't know that I'm going to stop if this is going to be my reasoning for stopping for for not shopping at H&M. And so like I said, a lot of people a lot of people were just up in arms about it and just really not here for it and just calling for um, eliminating our business, the black coin to H&M. And so we're really curious, like what people thought about this. And so of course, again, we took to social media and we really appreciate everybody's responses on this, um, but got a lot of mixed responses. And so I'll say that one of the first things, so I did a poll on social media and I was asking people if they thought it was poor judgment or ill intent. Because there are some people that were just like, no, this was very intentional. But according to this poll, 77% feel like this was just poor judgment and it was not intentional. Kiana, what say you? <laughs> Shit. Um. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I, okay, this is how I feel. I think that... I think that with poor judgment, it can resolve, it, it Okay. So the fact that I don't, okay. I don't think that, that, that there was any ill intent behind it. I think okay. that those people are blatantly ignorant. I think that they're ignorant to our culture. I think they play ignorant to their culture because like I've always said before, my history is still your history. Y'all niggas was there too. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I just think that they were just completely ignorant. But when you're ignorant and disregard um, a sensitive subject that pertains to a particular group, especially African-Americans, even though you had no ill intent, I think that is the biggest issue, the fact that you are blind, to it i think that that's worse than actually having ill intent the fact that you mm-hmm. just don't acknowledge the fact that something may be wrong here you just have mm-hmm. no consideration for another race so i don't think that there was ill intent behind it but i think that's worse than being malicious mm-hmm. for myself
0: um now, yeah and i will say this i think my greater issue with it is and i shared this on somebody's post on facebook because uh, one of my homegirls who I just love because she's always speaking this truth, um, she made a post about it as well, and she was just saying like y'all are up in arms about H and M, but y'all still out here supporting R Kelly. What happened to that mm. NFL? What happened to that NFL protest? And so my take on it was that that's my issue with it is that as a as a people. We are not consistent and we are not. We are not. We are not. And so we will hop on the wagon when it's hot. But when it comes down to it. You know, seven months from now, somebody's going back to H&M. You know what I'm saying? Or seven months from. I mean, like, like she said, we still have people that are like supporting R. Kelly. And I'm not sitting here and acting like R. Kelly is not in my Apple Music because he is. I will also say that he's not somebody that is in heavy rotation either, but but that was just such a strong point to me because it was just like, we talk about protesting the NFL, but half of us won't do it because we think it won't work. And I will stand by this and say that I'm not saying right now that I'm going to stop shopping at H&M. I'm just being honest. But – if the movement said right now when we committed to that movement that we are not going to shop in H&M and we were serious about it and we had some results, like we had some demands that went along with it, I'm here for that. And I will be all in for it because we're trying to get specific and we're trying to, we're trying to promote change. But I think what happens too often is that, oh, we're protesting, we're protesting, we're trying to hit them in the pockets when that's not necessarily producing change. Like to me, part of it is that y'all don't have the right people around the table. So, like, we need to avoid this type of ignorance. We need to avoid this lack of awareness. Um, So that tells me by doing something like this, you didn't have anybody around the table of color to say, no, this is inappropriate, or you have not created an atmosphere and an environment where whoever is around the table um, is encouraged enough to speak up against something like this and be like, no, this is not going to fly. Because the other part of it, too, is, like, animal gear is, like, very popular for, ch- like, children. Kids, children right. To, yeah, like, child apparel. Like, that is Little not uncommon. do y'all uncommon. know? Y'all dressing y'all kids like models. Right. <laughs> like, y'all so busy trying to have them look like Kim Kardashian and shit. Like, let them be kids. That's common. Like, zoo animals, like, that is not uncommon. But the placement of this shirt was just poor taste, poor judgment, and you just don't have the right people around the table that's going to tell you otherwise. So that oh, was my take on
1: it. But I will Uh-oh. only say, I think they don't have the right people around the table, but where in the fuck was his parents? That too. That like too. Who, oh, what because they should have said
0: that.
1: Right? As soon as they saw the, the prince. Before, because they, they show the prints, or I'm sure the parents were at the shoot. I'm sure the baby wasn't at the shoot yeah, by at himself the, at that age. So I don't understand why the parents would think that it was okay. No, I and I and completely I, agree, and I think that that's where we got to challenge African Americans too. And it's just like I understand that some people may need a check. And granted, that, we don't know what his family situation is, but we have to prioritize our community over that check. Mm-hmm. Like, that had a profound impact um, on the community. And so, was it really worth the maybe, what, $5,000 that you got? Right. Because that they was the They can maybe scarred now.
0: Right. And that could have been as simple as saying, no, I want, I want my son to switch shirts. Like, put him in the orange hoodie. <laughs> like just that simple. I mean you yeah. might have lost that check for that day, but it could have been just that simple and having that conversation. So I agree with that. It like there's some ownership on the um on the parents too. Oh, absolutely. Because there would have been no way. I'd have been like, nope, nope, nope. All my friends would be hot if they saw my son in this right now. Not happening. <laughs> Take it off.
1: Right. Like, wait a minute. Y'all got me fucked up. <laughs>
0: Literally, that would have been my response. So, so. I have one other one. And I really like her. And I listened to her podcast, but Angela Rye posted about Adidas. I don't know if you saw this. I should have sent it to you. But she posted about Adidas. They have an ad as well, and it's of a black soccer player.
1: Are you yes. talking about the Predator one?
0: Yes. Girl. Is it just me, or was she not reaching?
1: That was such a reach. One of my friends said that to me yesterday, and I was like, oh, you're reaching.
0: You are. Re- Anybody
1: could be a fucking to- Predator. Right, you're really? going
0: too far now Too far And I understand the, the history And the negative connotation behind the Predator But I don't think this was Even poor judgment or um, Ill intent Like Especially especially as an athlete I feel like when you speak of a Predator Like somebody that's on the field Somebody that's on the court You know what I'm saying Like, No, this it's too much tied to this And I was just like, oh, Angela This time you're reaching, girl like, cause everybody likes to make a story out of something. Like, I'm not on a mission to have <laughs> all these companies losing dollars. Like, it's it's got to be some some substance to it. But that's just me. I was wondering if you saw that. I was like, girl, no. Cancel yeah, she that. was Google. definitely
1: reaching. I think that if people were offended, you have the right to be offended by the H H&M. and M ad. I can't say that I will shop at H and M or I won't shop at H H&M. and really don't shop at H and M no more. So right, that's true. <laughs> that really doesn't. That doesn't affect my purchasing behavior. I'm not saying mm-hmm. it doesn't affect me, but it doesn't affect my purchasing behavior. Um, just like the NFL protest didn't affect me. Truly either I didn't watch the NFL so I was already Mm -hmm. (laughs) kind of protesting Because I don't understand that shit, but if it (laughs) offends you I think that you have the right to be offended But I also think that if you are going to be You you, Y'all just got to stand up for the right stuff and and be committed to those stances um if you want to be upset about people Um, of color, you should still be upset that Puerto Rico doesn't have electricity. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, no, you're not, you're not posting about that shit. Those are still people of color. Like, I'm telling you, go to Puerto Rico. I just came back from Puerto Rico a few months ago. They some niggas. (laughs) 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 They really are. Like, I was like, oh, y'all real ethnic. Um, and I mean this in a very black way. (laughs) Like... You should be concerned about everybody. So I think that when we have these conversations, I think that it's always these one-sided conversations, and I think that everybody should talk about intersectionality. You know what I'm saying? So don't just get on the bandwagon for this, but you got to advocate for everybody who's disenfranchised. Right. So
0: agree, agree. Because black people will love to turn or you know throw around the term "people of color." but they really just mean black people. Right. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? As opposed to, no, if you're going to use people of color, that is a very inclusive phrase and terminology. If you're talking about just black people, then just say that. Because there are a lot of times that I am, because my experience as a black woman is completely different um, than an experience as a Filipino woman or, you know, like, whatever. But... If we're going to talk about people of color, let's talk about people of color. We can't just limit it and act like people of color equates to black people. That's not the same thing at all. I agree. I think this is, um, do you have any more to say about this
1: topic? Because I think it's a good segue into the Me Too hashtag. Sure. Sure. And the reason I'm saying this, since I said it, I guess I'm supposed yeah, I was to say like, I, I go with it. <laughs> right, we'll go with it. I'm sitting there like, well shit, I said segue. But um <laughs> I I appreciate the Me Too hashtag. And I and I will say this. I am I am a woman. I'm an African American woman. And um I do not take lightly to anybody who's been sexually assaulted, anybody who's been sexually harassed. Um, people who are victims of rape, I do not take that lightly, especially as a woman. Especially because, um, and I will say this to our male listeners, and this is not a bash to male listeners, but as a woman, not only do I consider um, the things that I do, the places I go, and how to protect myself as an African American. I also have to consider that as a woman. So I don't, I don't take this lightly at all. But the Me Too hashtag, I find it beautiful that all these women can come together. But Courtney, I've said this time and time before, I the issue that I'm going to raise. But I, I think it's beautiful. All these different women come together. They all wear black. Um, during the Golden Globes, everybody looked wonderful, and I think that you know these these round of applause for. You know, stepping out for women's rights, I really believe in that. However, I still got an issue with white women. I still have an issue with white women because I feel like when that progress happens, when that time is up, that time will be up for white women and white women will forget about black women who've gone through those issues. So I I am just hoping, I'm hoping, I'm praying that this will be a a new day, like Oprah said, where we can all advocate for one another. But as history has shown us, as statistics has recently shown us, that we are by ourselves in this. And so... That is probably my biggest consideration when it comes to the Me Too hashtag. But I do stand behind it. I stand behind everything that it means for it. But I'm going to say Me Too for black women before I say Me Too for everybody. That's just me. That's how how, personally, that's how I feel.
0: So, I'm going to backtrack us here for a second and kind of talk about, like, where this stemmed from. Um, As Kiana mentioned, like, the Me Too movement um, and then just the, you know because we gave you guys a quote from Oprah from her acceptance speech at the Golden Globes and just, you know, the whole thing around that was <laughs> and I just another I have another thing that just hit me about this whole me too movement and the times up movement. But um the whole thing about that was around the Golden Globes is, you know, this times up movement like we're here, you're going to hear our voices this and that. That's kind of what was presented um as a way to acknowledge the voices of women. Um, You know, that kind of face some struggles with sexual harassment or whatever in whatever industry. And so, you know, people were wearing... And I just say this because I know some people that don't watch The Golden Globes. I really watch it just for the red carpet. But the (laughs) the point was, you know, people were like, we're wearing black um, on the red carpet, yada, yada, yada. Um, My bone to pick with the Me Too... Ooh, I didn't know you had a bone
1: to pick. It was getting interesting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and and I'll say this because I have a slightly different perspective than you or opinion than you, but my bones to pick with the Me Too movement is um, this was a black woman that started that movement, okay, mm-hmm. for one. And I think that is getting dismissed. It, um, it's not being a knowledge as it's, much it's, as it should. Knowledge, right, but not not the way not the way that it should be. So and you have to understand and I can't remember exactly what um her field is, but this this was an everyday black woman. And she started mm-hmm. this, um she started this hashtag because she was in a situation, whatever she was doing. I can't remember if she was a teacher or whatever it was, you know, she had a young lady that came up to her and Um, tried to tell her about something like a sexual assault situation that happened to the young lady and she dismissed it Um, and then when she reflected back on it at some point or whatever just you know years later she reflected back on it and just felt so bad and she had been carrying this with her and saying I wish in that moment instead of dismissing her I would have taken the time to say me too girl me too I have been there. I have experienced that. But instead, I dismissed her because I wasn't ready to address that. Because if I had to address it for her, that meant I had to address it for myself. Right. And so, one, this 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 movement was started by a black woman. Two, then you have the um, I can't remember what cover it was.
1: But yes, the silence what cover breakers, was that?
0: It wasn't And they put fucking Taylor Swift on there. But they put several women on there that I felt were valid except for Taylor. But whatever. I'm (laughs) I'm not here. I'm not here to validate anybody's story. I'm just not a fan of Taylor Swift. But they put several people on that cover except the woman. It was time. Okay. It was time. Except the woman that started the movement. So that's my second issue. Okay. (laughs) Now issue number three. Get is, get pumped, Court. Get pumped. <laughs> hey. I can't hey. with you. It's the one. <laughs> My second issue is that now we have this times up movement that and and I and again I appreciate her voice and I appreciate using her platform because that's that's one thing that I am a huge um, advocate for is using your platform in whatever setting you have. I don't care if you're a teacher. I, hell, I don't care if you're homeless, but whatever the case, use your platform. And so I respect her for this, but... Um, so now you have, uh, I believe it was Reese Witherspoon has, that started this Time Up movement. And that's all fine and dandy, but again, recognize that this was a branch off of the Me Too movement that was a branch off of the the brains of a black woman, okay? So, like, we can't continue to negate that. However... Where I'm going to differ a little bit and just play devil's advocate is, yes, I agree that it's always going to be black, a black woman first for me because that's who I identify with. But as we have seen before, when, when white women have stepped up um, and changes have been made in the name of women in general, we have reaped the benefits for it. So, all I'm saying is we do need to be a unified front. In what case? Women's rights. Okay. (laughs) So, (laughs) I mean, don't... (laughs) I'm not sitting here about to go into the particulars of the women's rights or anything like that. But my point is, so, like, when women were able to vote... now. And my point about that is that I don't think that that would have happened without white women because they they're not validating black women is my point. And that's why I'm just like, it still needs to be a unified front. But I think there needs to be some education and awareness um, still to white women about the black experience because they they're just concerned about themselves. That's all. They're concerned about the fact that they don't have certain rights and that they don't have certain benefits or that they're being sexually assaulted, so on and so forth. That's what their concern is. Which, I mean, don't get me wrong. That is a concern. Right. (laughs) We're not belittling that. That's the concern. I'm not belittling that concern, but it should be a concern for For all women. Just, Just like we were saying about people of color. Like, as a black person, I can't sit here and say people of color and really mean black people so white women can't say oh we want women's rights and really just mean for white women like it doesn't work that way it just doesn't now granted that's what they're doing or you know that's really what their that's what their priority is but all i'm gonna say is if if i'm gonna be on the front lines with you and and we happen to reap the benefits okay but they they do need to be equal benefits, and that's not always the case, aka Sandra Bland. <laughs> so right, because otherwise she she would still be here. But that's just that's that's just me.
1: But I I, I am excited for this movement of, of shedding light on mm-hmm. um, the way that women have been treated over over history. Um, I mean this stuff has been happening since honestly like biblical times you know what i'm saying and it and it's, it it's not right it's, it's it's still not right whether it started before christ or after christ is never okay um but i think that i think there are i think that african american stories are unique especially historically how um you know black women were were viewed in terms of like slavery and the big house mm-hmm. and how our it's it's just our stories are different and our stories are unique and I, and I hope that we get a chance to shed light on that too and the journey that 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 we've had
0: absolutely so. cuz you and I were talking about this yesterday as well that our stories are unique in the fact that I feel like we're even more sexualized than white women
1: we are. So, we're black women. Are hypersexualized, like, like just just the way that we're born, like the the thicker lips, the curvaceous mm-hmm. bodies, the bigger breasts, the bigger asses, the thicker thighs. Like everything about that is honestly what white women are trying to attain, and not attain even on that. a daily basis. They're and not just that it.
0: because I don't have a big ass. Y'all know this. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh girl,
1: don't. I ain't never gonna say that i don't, have I don't but i ain't never gonna admit it <laughs> for, real. <laughs> like, for real for real <laughs> but you just
0: did <laughs> you're right but, but my point is is that it's also even about the darker skin like it's <clears throat> something so exotic exotic to them about that like that's why you got these white women out here you know tanning in tanning beds in the month of february i'm like how do, how, do, how are you so tanning in it's february Why? Girl, they they are willing to get skin cancer. Why? Skin cancer. All because you want a darker darker. complexion. Like, you want to be me until you really have to be me. (laughs) Like, it stops just at that moment until you really gotta be a black woman. But anything up until that, like, you can go ahead and get the bigger ass. You can go ahead and get the fuller lips. You can go ahead and get the big boobs. Like, like the hips all of that you can go ahead and tan but if you had to actually be me and live my life like I kid you not I was um (laughs) on my way home today to come do the show and I'm walking it's dark outside and I'm walking I'm like oh shit I need to get to my car let me you know let me pick up the pace and, mm-hmm. and not that this is a constant paranoia, but it's something that we have to consider that some you that sure men do. that men do not. I was literally, I was leaving, um, I was leaving a meeting, whatever, and I'm walking to the garage, walking from like the inside of the building to the garage, um, and I just noticed like a guy, and um, he just so happened to be exiting the same time that I was, and. So I take the stairs to my floor. Um, guy looks like he went a different route. And so as I get off, get off on my floor, I hear somebody talking. They're on the phone. And I noticed that this same guy got off on the same floor. Um, but he took a different way. Like, he took the elevator or something like that. So I really wasn't expecting it. But I caught myself like, oh, okay, we'll pick up the pace. Like, oh, is he following me? Did he notice me? Like, is he really on the phone? Like let me hurry up and get to my car because now I'm in the garage alone with this man who like yeah, I would I would consider myself, you know, somebody that will be able to defend herself, but like the reality still remains that, is that I am That's a, woman. a man. That and is that's a, man, a man right and I'm a woman alone in this garage. And I was literally and now granted, this man probably won't even think about me. At, but, but i have to but i have to think about you had to but think I have that to way think about that like i have to be aware of my surroundings at all times so i found myself you know looking back like okay is he still there looking back again like oh did he go in a different direction no he's still walking behind me he's still casual just leisurely walking on the phone but here i am picking up like damn near running and i'm like okay make sure the car door is unlocked because by the time you get there you want to make sure that you can you know just get in promptly i'm like oh shit it's a tight fit between me and this other car like these are all of the things that i'm thinking about and then here the man is still walking up behind my car and all the time he's just going to his car that's right you know every time i i have to
1: walk like a half mile which I enjoy, I don't mind, um, to get to the our state parking lot because it's free. I park in the free lot. I'm not paying to park and I can walk. Anyway, um, <laughs> but every time I walk to that garage, like I'm, I'm always constantly checking my surroundings. I think anybody should do that, but as a woman, I, I have to do that for sure. There's never a day that I can't mm-hmm. skip that step. Um, but before I get to that parking garage, my keys are in my hand. Oh, absolutely. My keys are in my hand because I know I can't, I I don't have the, I do have the luxury of taking my time to get into my car, but I'm not going to take that risk if I don't have to. No. If I don't have to. So my keys are in my hand and I do what I have to do to protect myself. Now, do women have the right to walk freely to the garage? Absolutely. Absolutely. You do. However... I just, you have, just as a black person would take proper precautions by going into a group of drunk and white people who have on Trump hats, that's the same way we feel as women. Yep. The exact same way. I that's wouldn't a- encourage you to go over there. And as a woman, you have to do certain things to protect yourself. That's 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 our reality.
0: It, you know, it was a couple of arenas that you really have to consider that, but... Again, it's not just, it's not just, you know, my personal life. I'm considering that, like I said, in, in, you know, group settings, whether I'm just out and about, but I'm also considering it at work too. Like I'm a black person. So, you know, you just like, I'm, and I'm very direct at work. Like that doesn't, that doesn't necessarily change, but I do have to think about what I'm going to say to at least prepare for the reaction because somebody may not like it and it may not, you know, come off the way that they like, but I'm at least going to prepare for that reaction. But as a woman too, and a woman in HR, I have to think about that as well. Like, especially when I'm working with my male colleagues, let me make sure that I am not displaying myself in such a way. Let me make sure that I am wearing. And again, you know, like I said, I don't, I don't have the biggest curves or anything, but like I have to think about that in things that I wear to work, not at work. Like, Is this too tight to be at work? Is this, you know, of course you want to make sure that it's not too short to be at work, but is this too short in public? But I shouldn't necessarily have to consider those things, but I do. Because at the end of the day, I feel like, yes, this is my body. I can represent myself however I want. But I I cannot negate the fact that for some people and for some, both men and women, because of how I dress, they feel like that's an open invitation, an excuse to treat me however they want to it's not right. I'm not, um, I'm not condoning that. Um, but it's something that we have to be aware of and And it's an unfortunate situation, but that's our reality. That's our reality every day. Now, if I wanted to be out here, hell, if I wanted to be out here in a bathing suit walking down the street, you have the right to do so. I have the right to do so. But, I also know that other people feel like their rights are a little bit different than mine, and that they have a right to my body, and that's not the case exactly that's what they think that's what they think, and that's like I said, that's our reality and some people some people don't quite understand that. It's and- not a promotion in of of the of the rape culture but what what do we do? What do we do right?
1: So, I had a conversation with um, one of my male friends about that. He was just like, I think that you're excusing the fact that if some people were to wear less clothes, like, it's okay for them to get raped. In what sense would I ever think is okay for another woman's body to be entered without permission? What the fuck? I'm a woman. Right. I'm a woman. And I was just like, these are things that you don't have to consider. And so, I will say this. And I will say this one time and one time only, men, we love mm-hmm. you, we appreciate you. You are an ally when it comes to this issue. This issue is not yours. You are strictly a yep. visitor here. You're a visitor yep. because you don't you don't experience the same things that I do. So I would tell you that if you want to ally, feel free to ally, but ally in the way that we need you to, and not in the way that you think is best. Yep.
0: Yep. Okay. I I say that all this, she said. Okay. Like Okay. She's ex, she's expecting y'all. <laughs> once this episode <laughs> drops, she's expecting y'all to respond and be like, okay. Because we got some you. men okay. think
1: that they can put together some words and because they can articulate for Black Lives Matter and Black men and things that happen, like you can do the same for women. You do, this is not your no. issue. This is not but your that's, issue. That's,
0: that's their entitlement and that's their privilege that they don't even recognize. Exactly. You feel privileged enough. To walk up into my reality and tell me what I should do with it. That is the definition of privilege. But you would never... You would never think that it's okay for a white person to sit here and tell your story in a way that is not how you have communicated it or lived it. Listen. And you, they, would never, and they up you would and never they find pissed. that acceptable. They, they up in arms.
1: And then... And I know he gonna listen to the show, but we already had this talk and it is what it is. But then, had the nerve to be like, well, I hope that this never happens to you. Are you being facetious about the fact that this very well could happen to me? That's privilege in itself. And the fact that you're able to joke about what the fuck can happen to my body. My body. And how do you know that it hasn't exactly. because I haven't shared it with you?
0: And how do you know? You don't know. You have no idea. And I'll say this too, you know, I'll, I'll speak for myself. These comments weren't necessarily directed toward, towards that conversation, that person, for me. But it was about men in general and your entitlement that you, that you sometimes don't recognize, even as black men, Mm-mm. that you don't recognize that you still have this level of entitlement that you are not willing and ready to acknowledge and you have a privilege and that is a prime example of it when you feel like you can speak on my life and my reality you're displaying your privilege right there like what you need to do is sit back and watch and listen whatever whatever i say that needs to be done as black women have been doing <laughs> for so long anyway you just need to do it <laughs> you just need to roll with it okay and and that's but that's the reality of it like i'm not even trying to be I'm not trying to be boastful about it or anything, but that's the reality of it. Th- this this is cuz trust me, our if story this story
1: wasn't my I'm telling you, I don't I, I wouldn't want this story to be my story if it was up to me. I don't want this. I don't want this. And I don't want
0: that for anybody else. Exactly. Black or white women. Like exactly. I don't want that for anybody else. But you, but you're not going to tell me about my plight. <laughs> that's what you're not going to do. Sit back, listen, learn a little something. And educate yourselves. Um, and I will say, I feel like that's kind of the bottom line of both topics. And some of the feedback that, um, at least that I have seen on social media and people that have been responding to some of the posts that we made today, it's about educating. Like, this is truly, the both of these examples are about ignorance. Yeah. But I feel like it truly gets ignorant when you when you are not seeking different avenues and resources to educate yourself. Like then you just then you just want to stay ignorant and you want to continue to perpetuate the problem. And if that's the case, you can go ahead and stay where you where you are. Cause I don't need that type of ally. I don't. You can keep that <laughs> in that aspect.
1: Right, so just go over there um, and stand in the corner and do black and black lives matter.
0: Right. Go <laughs> ahead and do that. Go ahead. But then you're saying the same thing of um intersectionality. The black LGBTQ Oh, black yeah. LGBTQ oh, yes. LGBTQ Like, you can't sit here and talk about Black Lives Matter, but not for the LGBTQ community. What? Black and people. And I'm not even trying to be funny, but there are a lot of letters these days. Yes, there
1: are a lot of letters. But <laughs> black people, especially black men, like white women don't care for us. Black men don't care for black gay men. They don't. They don't. They do not. It is it, it and when you hear the conversation, they are hateful.
0: It is sad. It and, is but sad. Truth be told, they're very they're also very childish. Yes. Like you sound you sound immature. You sound like you you have no education about you. <laughs> and these are degreed men. <laughs> like, but you sound very immature. Because it's like you're refusing, again, another perspective. But, and that's something that, and again, maybe this is my HR hat and the whole DNI, is understanding that, yes, our plights are different, but a lot of times, and that was my point earlier, was a lot of times if, if we face something together or if something is, if something happens and there's this huge improvement or huge resolution in the LGBTQ community, that's not just for the white community. It's going to affect the entire community. You know what I mean? Like the black LGBTQ community is going to reap the benefits of that. Will it always be at a hundred percent? Will no. it be equitable? Maybe not. You know, but what happens for minority minorities in general, like should impact us all. Exactly. And and that's something that's something that we're missing. And we so busy talk trying to fight. Trying to fight the oppressor, the quote-unquote oppressor, that we can't get unified enough to do it. And here we are, still stuck. <laughs> still stuck. Um, I do want to touch on one other thing because Kiana posed a uh, really good question yesterday. And I was like, mm. <laughs> let's see where this goes. So I would like to share the results of that uh, that poll.
1: And thank, thank you for everybody everyone. who participated in that. We we will not share your votes or the people who voted, but we right. really do appreciate everybody who who did voice their opinion. Thank you.
0: So, it's funny because um at the start of this recording, we were dead split. We, we were, split were, and I just minutes. looked at it and we not anymore. <laughs> we're not. Um and I'll give another caveat here in a second, but the question that we posed um, on the Bitches Love Brunch Instagram page, which you need to go follow it, is do you think there should be a statute of limitations on sexual assault allegations? 47% says yes. Oh, I'm sorry, 53% says no. Now, like I said, when we... um, at the start of the recording, it was split dead in the middle 50-50. Mm-hmm. I'll also be honest and say that um, it might be slightly skewed because I really don't know where I stand on it, but I voted for yes um, because I was testing out the... Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, wait, wait. Oh, Yes. Sorry, yes, go it's ahead. okay. She's coming back, y'all. She's coming back. I hear her. Okay. Um, <laughs> but... I'll say this, bottom line, for my opinion on it, bottom line is is that I'm really, I'm really, oh, I am so, this probably is one of the hardest questions that I have ever tried to answer. Um, But I am so torn on it. I am so torn on it because part of me, part of me understands that plight in really finding the gumption to sit here and say and admit that you have been sexually assaulted that you have been raped whatever the case may be so if it takes you 25 years to really to verbally and outwardly and publicly say that that's that's Mm, that's understandable because yeah. that's your story. That's your story, and that, like, and that right so, there is not an easy story to tell. It's not. It's and it's your and it's not and it's not just your story, like because we talk about people, you know, and sharing their testimonies all day, um, but when people people like to hear that because they like to hear the success at the end. But when you talk about when you talk about sexual assault and when you talk about rape. There's no success story at the end of that. And so to share your story of violation, that takes a lot to do. So to come out and be like, 25 years later, I'm ready to tell this story and I want to hold somebody accountable for their actions, man, that's real. However, comma. (laughs) To wait 30 years to to and and not thirty years to tell your story, but to wait thirty years to to hold somebody accountable, they have either gone on with their lives, they have either they may have um I think most likely not um recovered for that from that because they've never had to be held accountable for it, but the point is they have gone on with their lives at this point, they've reached whatever sort of success, whatever minimal or grand success. They have done all of these things, so to go back and um what's the word I don't you know not necessarily accused, but to go back and want to have you know hold them accountable for their actions thirty years later, that's also a difficult thing
1: that's very, very hard. I mean,
0: a lot of people put in a lot of work. I'm just saying
1: that if if i <laughs>
0: But did they put in that work under false pretense? We can't answer that. <laughs> because, and I say that because you have somebody like Bill Cosby who people have loved, but I—that's that's that's a whole different story to me too, because people have to recognize that you all fell in love with the character, not Bill Cosby. <laughs> One. <laughs> like, you fell in love with Heathcliff Huxtable. <laughs> Bill Cosby... Yes, and some of the other things that he stood for, absolutely. But most of the people that are just like, oh, my gosh, not Bill. Y'all just love the whole Cliff and Claire thing. My my issue wasn't
1: with falling in love with Bill. My issue was we can't take away the work that the man did for the community. Cannot. Cannot. You cannot. I know that if he, if he, did he, somebody said he admitted to it. Did he, he admit to that? I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know that either, right? I don't, I don't know that. But I know that even if he had admitted to that, that doesn't that does not negate the fact that the Cosby Show opened up, uh, oh, uh, <laughs> opened up our eyes, exposed African Americans to so many possibilities. Not to mention a different world. Like, oh my God, that completely changed some people's lives. So I think that those conversations have to be, I think I I would want those conversations to be separate, even though that what he did may have benefited him and how those shows became about and how he became acclaimed. But the
0: impact, that impact was still, you can't take away that
1: impact.
0: And this, and let me say this for the record: I don't necessarily think Bill Cosby is a good example because my issue with the Bill Cosby <laughs> situation is it wasn't a one-time thing. Like you had several women come out, so it was just like you did it again and again and again. And that's why I was just like, "There's, there's a slight difference because they, there's a good chance that they have not changed their actions because it was never course corrected. Nobody ever held held them accountable for not if you're, and not to say that one time versus 30 times makes it okay. My point is, if you have something like... (laughs) Bill kept doing it. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Bill kept doing it because he kept getting away with it as opposed to the one woman that it happened to first. If she would have... And that may be what she feels like. Had I said something then, it might not have happened to the next woman type of thing. Whereas the guy that did it the one time... And old girl checked it right in that moment, just like you do when you in the club or I can't even say the club. because I don't even know what that scene looks like. But when you out at a bar and y'all like the way that a man touched on you or whatever, and you check it right there in that moment. It's not, you know, I necessarily need to go file a police report, but I'm gonna let you know you wrong. Don't let that shit happen again because somebody gonna come upside your head. I may not, but you're not gonna like the shit that happens to you type of thing. But nobody was checking Bill. Because it kept happening. Like, it kept happening. Let me say this. I I think...
1: Man, this really is a tough subject, especially as a woman. It is. It's so so touchy. Um,
0: But there's nobody better to talk about it, because I wish... wish... (laughs) Go ahead, sorry. (laughs) For me, I, I voted on the poll, too. So maybe the poll was a little skewed. Yeah, it was cute. Um, no, I don't think it was cute for you, but I just could because I couldn't. But go ahead. Um, I voted yes.
1: There should be a statute of limitation. Um, I think that there's there's a question that I have to ask before that though is when we say sexual allegations, I think that we have to start defining these things. We have to start defining rape because rape is not sexual harassment. Um,
0: right. Rape is rape. Rape is rape. That's
1: rape is that's, rape.
0: That's um. That's one of the responses that I got as well. Uh, Rape is not Um, sexual
1: harassment. And so I I think that we are using these terms as like like sexual assault. That's like a catch-all. You know what I'm saying? So everything is falling underneath that. But I think that the more that we define sexual harassment, rape... Um, office plays sexual... They, there has to be some definitions in order for us to really gauge how we feel. I don't feel the same way about sexual harassment as I do as rape. And you... They, they, they both want different feelings because, like you said yesterday, they're called two different... They're two different experiences. Mm-hmm. They're two totally they're different experiences. They're both wrong. They're, exactly. They're both, they're both absolutely wrong. wrong but one holds a little bit more weight as a woman i feel like rape is the absolute worst thing that you can do in terms of sexually assaulting somebody
0: and i agree and um that's because and i'm trying to look this up now so i apologize but um like i said that that was one of the responses that i got to first let me say because there was one person i think who might have been the first person who voted about um you know the statute of limitations question and and they were like damn am i trifling for that and i was like absolutely not because you know one we knew that there's that that there was going to be a difference in opinion on this you know that's what that's why we posed the question um what I what what I wish we would have done is, you know, kinda ask people that, you know, if they voted yes or one way or another, you know, to, you know, send us a DM and say why. But anyway, that was um that was their that was their response was, you know, one am I trifling for, you know, voting that way. I won't put them out there. Two, you know, like if we talking about time frame, you know, then that's a whole different thing. So, you know, they really couldn't say definitively what that time frame should be. Um and then another person responded about um, defining sexual assault. Exactly. And what that looks like because there's there are, you know, as as we say, you know, there there's, there's levels to it. it it's levels. Um But I also. what I will say, go
1: ahead. No, I was gonna say. I also will say. I think that we want to hold these men accountable for the actions that they have. And granted, I wholeheartedly believe that this subject is is not easy to discuss. These stories are not easy to be shared. But if they're not being shared, then those people aren't being held accountable. So at some point, at some point, as (sighs) I hate to say this, but like. I think the statute of limitation for rape, I don't think there's a... I can't put a number on that. I cannot put a number on that. I will never be able to be comfortable putting a number on that. As far as, like, sexual harassment in a workplace, you gotta say something. You have to
0: say something. Or, let's say that, um... Those are still... You're saying you have to say something, but but you're not really putting a limitation on it, though, Steve. I think that's... I think, no, I'm not putting a, I, I don't have a number
1: for it. I don't think anybody has a number for that. Nobody has the number for it. I think that it's either a yes well, or no question. There are numbers. <laughs> I don't state. think that anybody can put a number on it per se, but I'm saying that right now, I think that every, it's such a complex issue that right now, I think everybody is, it's already hard enough saying yes or no to this. So how can I put a number to this? Like, oh, you got to say this within two right, years right, right. or five years. You know what I'm saying? Go so ahead. I think that, if we want these men to be held accountable, we have to we have to start speaking up. We have to start advocating for ourselves. And I, I don't know how long that's gonna take. I, I don't I really don't have the answer to that. That that I think that's the hardest piece is putting a number to somebody
0: else's pain. So <laughs> ooh, you said so much right there that I really want to address. I got a couple things. One, you hit on something in terms of you know sexual assault in the workplace. Now, something that I say in terms of HR in general, like if something is going on at work, not necessarily sexual assault, but if something is going on, um, if you don't tell me as your HR rep, there is nothing I can do about it to correct it. You know what I mean? And so I kind of, I, I feel this, not I kind of, but I feel the same way about sexual assault in the workplace. If you don't tell me, it's not going to get corrected. Now, on the flip side of that, or not the flip side, but in addition to that, because you mentioned specifically the workplace, do you think there's a difference in terms of reporting sexual assault in the workplace and not in the workplace? What if this is just out on the
1: street? I think the workplace came first, in my mind, because you have somebody to tell, um... Okay. I think that I think that's is is really a situational um experience at that point because if it can happen outside of your house, who are you telling? You can call the police. What happens if that person leaves? You know what I'm saying? So, or what if they're not a resident here? It's situational. I think that when it come when you step outside of an environment where you have a go to person that you can go to to tell. Mhm.
0: That's that's fair. I was just curious because, you know, like I said, because you mentioned it specific uh, specifically. Um, oh, because I also wanted to say that if you're benefiting from these things too,
1: what the f- I mean, like, if, if you are allowing sexual advances or any type of sex, like, any type of sexual advances and you're benefiting from them and you don't say anything, you just keep climbing- I think that's something we got to talk about too it's it's two sides to everything and i think a lot of women don't want to necessarily have that conversation just as it goes like we think that rape is totally wrong absolutely that that is we stand by that 100 percent. however if a woman accuses a man of rape and that man never rapes her then what's how do we hold her accountable for that
0: now i am all here for that i do have an issue with women or i will i won't even say women but i will say the,
1: the false accuser, accusation right. False right. accusations the false of rape. False
0: accusation. The false accusations of rape. And you are putting people through and I'm not saying that this is what people are out here doing or you know, people are just out here intentionally trying to get people or get their accuse, accuser, accuse, whatever. I'm um uh, two and a half in. But um I do have an issue with that. If you are out here accusing people And then at some point you admit that you were lying and this person has now, like their name has gone through the mud. That's hard to bounce back from. Yes, it is. That is hard to bounce back from. And I, before I get too deep into that, because I did want to acknowledge this, I will say because I was looking it up yesterday. So I was trying to find, um, the same document that I found yesterday, but, um, it's called victimsofcrime.org. And so they list the statute of limitations for each state. Don't quote me on this, y'all. I have not done my thorough research, so I'm gonna preface this with all of that. But um, so hit it, it, hit it with the Sam, state- facts don't matter. <laughs> I'll be like, nigga, what? <laughs> <laughs> on the podcast, Facts Don't Matter. Really, Sam? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Um it says for the state of Ohio and I, and I also but I'll try to get that this, this to you guys in a second but, and I don't know how up to date this is but for the state of Ohio for the crime of let me put my glasses on unlawful sexual conduct with a minor 20 years after victim turns 18 or after notification to authorities and for rape sexual battery or gross sexual imposition it is also 20 years. That is the statute of limitations. Mm. Um. So I I did want to address that because, like, that's why I was saying, you know, there is, there's time to it. Um. Oh, I thought that was telling me how um, current this website was, but now I lost my train of thought of what I was saying before that. Crap, Kiana, what was I saying? Were you listening? Sort of. (laughs) Uh, <laughs> you said that there is, there is a, a time
1: limit that's all I got for you boo I'm sorry
0: <laughs> no no <laughs> I was just saying something before that we ain't shit cause we just be talking and don't be listening to each other but we have often admitted off <laughs> air that Kiana, are, Kiana and I are not good communicators with each other We have, sir, if <clears> we, we were in a relationship this would have failed a long time ago a long time ago but that's also probably why I'm still single so <laughs>
1: Uh, (laughs) oh let me a girl i had to throw down what was in my head i almost got on the salt box go ahead this ain't about me
0: oh no can you just say it because that's what this is about just say it no it's okay it's okay
1: damn I'll be ready for the good stuff. You, you know, know I day won't get these life. niggas the satisfaction. That's all I'm gonna say.
0: <laughs> I
1: won't give them the ahead, satisfaction Ricky. because most of them probably do listen to the podcast. I know a few of them doing probably the one I'm talking about does. So I just I'm not <laughs> going to give you the satisfaction. Don't you oh, wish? Damn. Yes. Don't, <laughs> don't come you on, wish?
0: Come through. But I wasn't actually trying to be funny with that statement. That might be that is something that I've had to self-reflect on and the fact that I, need to be, that I need to do better with my communication. And I have actually recently expressed that to someone, like, you know what? It takes two. Mm-hmm. And I need to, you know, I need to communicate with you as well.
1: Oh, I low-key want to um, text you and be like, is it this person? <laughs> yes.
0: I'm just going to say yes. Really? okay let's go ahead let's keep going (laughs) (laughs) but that's (laughs) let me just say that too but it's not like with somebody in particular it's just in general with relationships like i know i have a standard of what i want somebody to be with me like i want my significant other to be a communicator and so i recognize that i need to be that with whoever that person is as well um I mean, I think that sometimes works to be part of me a super I not don't, I don't necessarily boast, and not necessarily boast, but I don't talk about everything. So I need to be a communicator, a better communicator within relationships. That's all. You know what? So and don't then do get too excited.
1: And then I'll say this, and, and then we'll leave it here. I, I guess I got a lot of build this stuff. Right, I'm just going to say this. <laughs> Black men, I think I said this before. Y'all human. We all are human. Y'all have feelings. Y'all have emotions. Figure that shit out. Figure how to name your emotion. Figure what's going how you're feeling inside and express it. Nobody's going to get mad at you because you got feelings. You're not soft because you have feelings. You're human. Okay? And, and then we... All right, let's continue.
0: <laughs> nope, because now I have something to respond to that. I'm going to say this because I completely agree. But black women... And I was going to say women in general, but I'm mixing that because I value the black man and I don't want anything but black love. So black women. You need to make sure that you are creating a space where men can do that for you and with you. Because we sometimes have a tendency because we are often or we often have to be the leaders in so many other avenues in our life. When we get home, and this might go back to the submission conversation or... (laughs) uh one of the points from seventy two and ten like just shut the f up you know but you need to you need to also be able to, to create a space in an environment for them to do that. Yeah. Because otherwise they won't. And you gotta um, welcome and that's,
1: you, and that's, you gotta welcome those yes, emotions do. too. Don't call your man soft you because do. he has fit, like he in his y'all call it, like he in his feelings. He got feelings what the fuck you mean? <laughs>
0: right. You can't say, oh, I want a communicator. I want somebody to talk to me. I want somebody to express to me how they feel. I want somebody that's going to be like, baby, I love you. I want somebody that's going to be like, baby, you look good today, even when you got on sweats and a t-shirt. I want somebody that's going to be like, boo, you know what? Actually, you're, you know, I think you could be doing better at A, B, and C. You can't say that you want somebody that's going to be like, look, I'm not happy with you doing A, B, and C, or I need A, B, and C, or you hurt me when... And be like, I want all of that. But you be like, nigga, I ain't trying to hear what you got to say. Right, because those- be like
1: Those expressions don't have to be arguments. That can literally be a conversation. And I'm just tired of grown people not wanting to have... I'm I'm tired of adult people not wanting to have adult conversations.
0: It's a conversation. I like like that change. I like that change in the verbiage. Adult people, because everybody thinks they're grown. Exactly.
1: (laughs) I, I need an adult person to have an adult conversation. I'm not about to sit there and yell at you about facts. Nigga, those facts. (laughs)
0: <laughs> why right. am i yelling at you and, about facts and i'm not gonna yell at you about feelings either because if, again that is your reality and if that's how you feel i'm not about to put you down for it at all like if you look if you was hurt by that let me know right so all the Gut men me. that's quote-unquote in their feelings
1: come holla at us <laughs> <laughs> right Nah,
0: I'm I'm also not. I was gonna say, well, she she
1: (laughs) come holler at me. I'm all about communication. Come talk to me.
0: No, I'm all about communication either. And so I think what happens is about this um, this term about being soft. The way men define it and the way women define it are two different. I think are two different things. Men see it as being soft. I can't show you my emotions, and that's not what women want. I'm going to say, personally, soft, like, I can't be out in these streets and you can't, you can't hold your own with me. <laughs> and I'm not talking about you need to pull your strap out. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying if you see somebody that's disrespecting me, I need you to be able to go ahead and step up as my man. You're like, look, that's not going to ride here. That type of thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But soft does not mean showing your emotions. Soft does not mean crying for women. You know what I'll say for me? <laughs> I'm not going to speak for an entire gender.
1: I've seen a few of my men okay. cry. And I was like, ooh, this is how I know he love me. <laughs> <laughs> Honey. I was like, oh, he really feel comfortable around me, baby. You can cry. Honey. Let me tell you. I'm like the biggest hype man in the world, though. Like, you would come home from work and I'd be like, baby, you look so good today. I just hype people Honey, up for anything. But that's just we me.
0: Actually, we actually going to move on. Because. <laughs> <laughs> you can Mm-mm. cry. Mm-mm. But yes, you can cry. I'm gonna just go ahead and say that because, like you said, that's when you know somebody cares. You that's do. When you know somebody cares. They're comfortable with you. That's what I was gonna say. It may not even necessarily mean that you are that you love me or that you are in love with me. I think it shows a certain level of comfort and it shows a certain level of vulnerability in that you care. And and I feel like that speaks to me as well. Like I sometimes gotta pat myself on the back for that because. That means I created an environment where you felt comfortable and safe enough to do that. And that's what I want. Like, this this isn't all about me. Like, you have to get something out of that, too. That's, you know, that's what relationships are about. Like, it's, it's a 2 Reciprocity. Thing. Honey. And I want you to be happy. I don't want you to have to ask for anything. Okay? Reciprocity. Now moving on because we were just talking about sexual assault, Kiana. <laughs>
1: Courtney, this this podcast is gonna be long. We got stuff to tell them too, and I want them to actually get to that
0: part. <laughs> You're right. So we're gonna wrap up. We apologize that we wrapped up the sexual assault conversation in such a random way. So random, but, but that's just us. I at this feel point. like you all got the gist of it, and you got the gist of our opinions, and hopefully, you got the gist of some of the feedback that we received from our listeners or and or our followers again thank you guys and for, or our
1: friends thank you
0: oh and or our friends yep. um so thank you for that and yes moving on what, what, what do we have next
1: let's let's um let's share should we do tips no let's share the news because
0: they waited because <laughs> okay, y'all waited you're gonna go ahead and share the news oh i'm so excited yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so by this point by the time this episode drops one of the things would have already happened but um shout out to Brunch Plus Beats they are a like a monthly brunch kickback that happens here in Columbus on I said on the monthly oh man I might be a little buzzed <laughs> Cornette, I just wanted to let you know I'm sitting over here dancing cause I'm so pumped go ahead I know, I know. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, so shout out to Brunch Plus Bees. Um, they invited us slash myself slash <laughs> us, like whoever was in Columbus um, to come out to their um, monthly brunch event. I think they hold it on the second Saturday of every month, and so that is slash was at Rehab Tavern in Columbus, Ohio, in Franklinton. That's like West Central West, um, if you're in the Columbus area, hey. Uh, so shout out to them. Um, like I said, as of when this recording would have dropped, it it would have happened already. So I'll I'll catch y'all on the uh, next episode to tell you how it went. The other big news hey, is, and we're so excited to be finally um, promoting this is that we are doing. A live. Ooh, you got a drum roll? No. We can just say it in unison.
1: Okay, but, okay. We don't get no we're sound effects. A, live look, Chicago, live come on, Come on. What? Uh, <laughs> Yo, we fucking up. What happened? Anyway, we're doing a live show. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what? I can't with you. Live. I can't with you. You know what? We're going to take this back. Y'all, we're really excited because we're doing a
1: live podcast show. And guess where it is? I will. I'm so happy to say that. Y'all is in our hometown. I know. It's in Cleveland, Uh. Ohio. Uh.
0: So, you know, it's going to be real. I really want y'all to come. Like, as listeners... I don't care where you are. If you can make it, we really want you all to come. So, first, let me say this because we are going to share um, the date with you guys. But shout out to 72 and 10 and podcast sweat, yes, and, and Sweats and Suits. And suits. Um, because they showed us mad love for even thinking about us and being right. like, I believe it was um, Sweats and Suits. I think one of them, they have a cousin in Cleveland. And so, they were talking about it and it's just like, yo, we could do a live show in Cleveland. And so... Dooch over at 72 and 10, which is, you know, was telling the dudes over at Sweats and Suits, like, yo, just linked up with some chicks that are from from the area or whatever. Let's hit them up. And so, we are are about to make it pop. So, the weekend of February 23rd. It's it's going to be Saturday, February
1: 24th. Oh, the whole weekend? I'm getting there, Kiana.
0: Why you block off the whole fucking weekend, though? Because... I don't know about you, but I thought we had talked about we making a weekend of this shit. <laughs> so we are, but we... everybody else are making a Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> no, uh, they're making it. Um, Seth, Seth, and them—they coming down Friday. We're kicking it all
1: weekend, girl. I ain't kicking it with these. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the listeners, the listeners, won't be there Friday. That's for us. Y'all Listen, will be there Saturday okay. and
0: Sunday. Okay. I'm about to. I can't wait to get off. The, I can't wait to get off this recording because I got some words. For you got my number. You, you, <laughs> I sure do. We don't even have to hang up. <laughs> so, the weekend of February 23rd, we kicking it all weekend. The live show is going to be on February 24th. We are gonna get back to y'all with the details because it's gonna be a whole lineup. Like I said, with the other two shows, Seventy Two and Ten, and Sweats and Suits. And bitches love brunch. Y'all better come ready. Kiana has ordered her bundles. So we about to be popping. And we gonna be drinking. And we gonna be kicking it. I plan to kick it after the live show. Do you? Yeah, I'm doing everything.
1: I'm celebrating my birthday that weekend. So I'll be on one okay so I might be on too
0: birthdays. You said, you said you might be on too right but yes
1: come out on Saturday and support us it's gonna be at Visions Blue in Cleveland shout out to Visions Blue um, yes. it's actually my homeboy shout boy. out to Visions Blue my homeboy who owns the spot so he is doing big things in Cleveland so if y'all are even in the Cleveland area just check that spot out regardless um, cause there's big things popping over there too
0: yes so we're excited you guys um continue continue y'all got the hiccups I apologize continue childish. to follow us. how is that like <laughs> you gotta control that <laughs> the hiccups is just a childish bodily reaction if y'all grown that sitting there the hicc- you ain't never had the hiccups as an adult nigga everybody has had God, the hiccups I'm telling you that it, it's a childish reaction
1: like if you're sitting <laughs> if, if it's, it's an 80 year old person having hiccups I'd be like you sound like a kid have the fucking There's hiccups. nothing. I can do about that, You gotta, you, you can Alright, you Jesus can you you it, h- you hiccup you hiccup over there. Anyway, so that's what's going <laughs> on. Y'all come join us. We're super excited. We're super excited to join um 72 and 10 in sweats and suits. I do want to shout out um Sam from Civilized Savages. Like the connections that we made with you were just remarkable. Absolutely remarkable. So the the hometown homie like really looked out for us and he showed us love he won't be making it though he he hit me up and was like i heard y'all got a live show i'm so sorry i can't make it <laughs> but um yeah so shout out to sam sam's been the plug for real
0: i'm gonna say this though if you in columbus you can go ahead and make that little two-hour drive okay i'm putting that out there right now um shout out to my home girls that um do already fun on coming you know that's love right there I, I like to show people, you know, their love in advance for, for coming through in their actions. Um, what's next? Tips. Yep. You said you had your tips. Okay, go ahead. My tip
1: it. for the week is actually mm-hmm. going out to the person I dogged last week. Did he? Um, <laughs> the, the, the little boy, I've already told you what my issue was with Diddy. I was just honest. Um, but anyway, Diddy, um, the, the young man that was in HM H&M as Diddy actually offered that young man a million dollar modeling contract. So that is the type of support. I did not know that. That is the type of support and, um, the... That's what I'm that's what I'm looking for in terms of our community supporting one another. And when the the others don't treat us right, that's when we should be able to step in. So shout out to Diddy. Diddy is getting like a fifty yes. percent tip for me because that's just bullshit. Yes. And that's what you do when you got the resources. So shout out to Diddy.
0: Yes. So I actually had two tips this week. Um and I was all ready for them, but I can't remember the second one, which is probably best because I um It was a bad tip. (laughs) So I probably need to just let that go. But the tip that I do have is for Sterling K. Brown. I love him. I have loved this man since Army Wives. And I really, really just appreciated his his acceptance speech at the Golden Globes as well. Like, prior to prior to Auntie O, he was just like hands down the best acceptance speech. So I'm going to read it to you guys really quickly because we're getting close on time. But um, his express uh, part of his acceptance speech said, this role was written specifically for a black man. So I am being seen for who I am and I am being appreciated for who I am. And it makes it that much more difficult to dismiss me or any or dismiss anyone who looks like me. And I said, if you don't come on with the come on. And so at that point, he was just really showing love to um, the writer of This Is Us. And so I was just like spot on, Sterling spot on and I just really appreciated that so I'm giving him a 25% tip if I remember who was getting the bad tip I'll share that on the next episode but (laughs) that's what we have for this week you got brunch spots? um I don't have brunch spots this week nope okay do you? nope
1: it's a long weekend it's gonna be MLK weekend um because that year's going to be passed by the time y'all listen to this. But I'm brunching my ass off that weekend, so I'll have some <laughs> the next time.
0: <laughs> right. Come back with a list. Come uh, Pick one for me, too.
1: <laughs> you take your ass to brunch at rehab. Tell us how that is.
0: I will. Uh, before we get off the air, I feel like this is something really important to mention. <laughs> but... All episodes of Lemming Single will start streaming on Hulu on January 11th. I just feel like the people should know. I saw that. Oh, but we have
1: another thing.
0: Facebook. Facebook is here and coming. You're right. If you get a request, just know that it is from us. If you get a request, the name is going to say Bitches Love Brunch, but that is the official podcast. Um, page for facebook so that wraps up uh this week's episode of bitches love brunch we appreciate you guys for listening we appreciate you guys for your comments and your voting this week be on the lookout for more details about facebook um, and accept our friend requests. catch you guys in a couple weeks bye